This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, friends and family. Welcome to a new week here at Dear Hallmark. I am your host, Dara, and you have just entered into a space where we talk all things Hallmark Channel, Up TV, and Great American Family. And today, this episode, we are going to be covering Love in the Maldives, which is the second movie in Hallmark's Spring into Love lineup. Do I have news for you today? I don't. So we are going to get right into the review. (laughs) Because I do have a May preview that I want to personally do for you. So, Love in the Maldives stars Jake Manley and Jocelyn Houdon, who are married in real life. And it's about this adventurous solo traveler. I don't even know her name. Ray. That's her name. Ray Parker. And I think his name is Jared, Jake's character. So, she works for a magazine. Her column's called Reservation for One. And her job is merging with a more feminine lifestyle magazine and her editor wants her travel column to reflect that and sh- and so sh- uh, the editor sends her to the Maldives to write a travel piece that will reflect that um oof y'all <laughs> Y'all, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why it's going on. And I want it to stop. I just want it all to stop. This movie was so painful. I watched other YouTube videos because I didn't want to watch this. I paused it, scrolled on my phone for about 20 minutes because I didn't want to watch this. Mind you, I watched this on replay, so I literally could have just spent an hour and 20 minutes watching it, and it took me like two and a half, three hours because I just couldn't. But I eventually got through, and I can't get that time back. And I want my money back. I feel like something was taken from me. <laughs> Much like Undercover Holiday, that's how I feel about this. I And I said this before, I'll say it again. I love me some Jocelyn Houdon up and down, but this wasn't it. This wasn't it. I found, I, I couldn't, I didn't believe the attraction. It just came, I can't even say that it blossomed. It popped up like a whack-a-mole out of nowhere. And she was just googly-eyed and smiling at him for no reason and I'm like what are we doing here you guys homeboy's facial expression did not change the entire movie he was sad he was happy he was interested he was attracted to her he was mad 
His facial expression didn't change. It was giving cardboard realness. And I'm just, it's just unfortunate because a picture of her was such a beautiful beginning for the Spring Into Love lineup. And then to have this movie, I couldn't even appreciate the scenery because my stomach hurt because of this movie. You guys, it, this movie was painful. It really was. I don't know what, I don't know what was going on. I had sub-zero interest. Below zero. Negative. Interest. With, and I knew from the preview, I, I, in my YouTube review for a picture of her, I told, or I may have said it on this, on the podcast episode version as well, but I knew we needed to stretch our hands and pray for this movie. Lo and behold, I was right. You guys, it's not so much the story. It's unfortunately, 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 it's the performances. Nothing was believable. The one character that I did appreciate, that I did like, was the widow that Ray befriended once she got to the destination station was your nation the Maldivian hotel which was gorgeous I mean we're I'm not even going to sit here and hold you like the hotel was gorgeous the widow the woman who played the widow who was trying to live her life after her husband passed I loved that storyline and I loved that while Ray had this reservation for one column, that's the title of it, encouraging people to travel solo, and how this woman could find solidarity and strength through that column, excuse me, and then how the column switched from reservation for one to table for two because she liked Jared, but yet now the widow is the new reservation for one. I like that aspect, but the rest of this, you can miss me all day and night. I'm hitting snooze all day. You guys, this wasn't good at all. I'm giving this movie a crown for the widow, maybe a a half crown for the Maldives. So a crown and a half. That's what I'm giving this movie. Um, the dancing scenes, they did a little samba action. Cringe. It wasn't good, y'all. This was not put together well, unfortunately. And this was done by the same production company, Johnson Production. They do a lot of the nature films. So they did Chase, I believe they did Chasing Waterfalls, Journey, Journey of My Heart with Rhiannon and the eagle guy, I forget his name, Darian Martin. There we go. They do a lot of the nature. I wonder if they did Marry Marry Me in Yellowstone with Cindy Busby and Tyler Harlow. But this right here is not it. This is not the move. This is not the move at all. Would I want you to watch this movie? No. Not even for the views. Mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Nope. Don't even do it. 
When I tell you I screamed in agony so many times. Oh. Y'all, I just I just wish we could just reset to factory to spring factory settings. If we could just delete this from the record and just went from a picture of her to a professional bridesmaid, like if we could have got if we could have received March 25th off and then April 1st could have started Spring into Love, fam, I feel like that would have been gold. Cuz professional bridesmaid look looks really good that's with hunter king and chandler massey and that's what's coming on this weekend it looks really good and is it spring no because if you listen to chad and i's preview show on it it's supposed to be a summer movie because the bride in the movie her wedding is supposed to be the event of the summer so already we're docking points right However, it still looks like a good movie. So I'm interested in that. Then we have The Wedding Cottage, which the preview and sneak peek is already out for that. And that's going to be coming on the following Saturday. Then we get A Pinch of Portugal with Heather Hemmings. And then we shut down Spring Into Love with Hearts in the Game with Aaron Cahill and Marco Corsini. So... I just wish we could just delete this. That that that's that's my plea. That's my plea. I wish we could just delete this from the record because this was just not it. Okay, to say some nice things about it. There was one scene the rest where the restaurant is. The restaurant is underwater. Really cool. Her bedroom and her suite underwater. Really cool. There was an awkward scene, though, where she just stood in the shower with her clothes on, turned the water on, was looking out the window, her phone rang, and then she turned the water off and got out of the shower. That was really weird. (laughs) But another cool scene, they had an underwater disco, and it was a silent rave or a silent dance, because I don't think they wanted to disturb the, the fishies, and so everyone had AirPods in. And they were listening to the same song. So that was cool. Was it redeemable? No. But it was cool nonetheless. That's all I got. (laughs) That's all I got, y'all. I truly... I... No. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Um, So what we're going to do, we're going to take a break... And when I come back, I want to go over with you these movies that Hallmark has for May because they released these movies last week. And I went on Instagram live and just kind of said my piece. Um, but I wanted to say my piece to you guys because I've since I've since calmed down. So I won't be as emotional how and so ever. You guys will still still hear my thoughts about these movies. So. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with the main preview. So stay tuned. Welcome back, y'all. So May movies. Hallmark is giving us four, two on channel and two on movies and mysteries. 
I'm hoping this means that we'll be free for two weekends and that they don't feel the need to plug in some acquired movies just to have something to show on Saturday. That's my prayer. (laughs) That's my hope. That's my desire. But as it stands, Hallmark is giving us, again, two movies for channel that's coming on Saturdays and then two movies that's coming on Movies and Mysteries for Sundays, for the Sundays. So let's get into the first Saturday movie offering for Hallmark Channel for May. And this one is starring Tamara Mori Housley, Chelsea Hobbs, Roger Cross, and Andrew Hampton. And it is titled Dream Moms. This one will come out May 13th or premiere, I should say, May 13th. So we have a Saturday free that first Saturday in May. We'll see what happens. I'll report back if they indeed do add uh, an acquired movie for that time slot. But as it stands, we have nothing for May. I'm sorry, May 6th. May 7th is the Sunday. So we have nothing for May 6th as it stands. Here is the synopsis for Dream Moms. Danielle, played by Tamara a one-time off-Broadway performer and former backup singer, and Claire, played by Chelsea, a once-aspiring dancer, both had dreams of making it to the Broadway stage. Many failed auditions, and years later, Danielle is married to Mark. She's married Mark, a successful lawyer and has a ballerina daughter who is positioned for NYC Ballet, living in the Upper East Side. Claire is a single mother raising two sons and working as a bookkeeper in the garment district. Now consumed with motherhood, they no longer have time for themselves and have deferred their own dreams. Danielle's brother, RJ, played by Hampton, introduces the two af- he introduces the two after Claire begins taking classes at his dance studio. He is impressed with Claire's dance technique and wants to bring the women together to compete in a nationally televised talent contest. As they start practicing for the show, Danielle and Claire begin to regain their sense of self and passion they once had as performers. When competing priorities arise with their families and cause them to reconsider, the pair ultimately realize they need to show up for themselves and set an example to never give up on your dreams. They compete in the talent contest, and with the support of their families, Danielle and Claire learn it's never too late to become what or who you want to be. And I believe this is coming out on Mother's Day or like Mother's Day weekend because I think May 14th is Mother's Day. So this seems promising. I I love the depth that we're getting in the storyline. I like that it's a mother's themed movie. I think that is incredibly clever. And I appreciate Hallmark for doing that. I am very excited for this movie. I follow Tamara on Instagram. So watching her do little videos and 
pictures and seeing her and Chelsea's correspondence. It seemed like they became fast friends from this shoot. So I'm greatly looking forward to that movie. And then here's where it all kind of just goes down the drain. Okay. Okay. Uh, This that is premiering the following Saturday, May 20th, is... Y'all, okay, before I read this, I just need y'all to just take a deep breath. Take one with me. Come on. One more time. Let's let's go again. One, two, three. And then another one. Okay, we are getting Love in Zion National, a national park romance. I know. Nobody asked for it. I, I get it. Believe me, I do. But um, this is Hallmark's idea of doing this National Park Romance series. And this is the second installment in the series. The first one we got with Avalanche in a Can through Love in Glacier National with Stephen Hazar and Ashley Newbro. Now this one, Love in Zion National, stars Cindy Busby and David Gridley. Oh, okay. Here is the synopsis. Lauren, played by Busby, is an assistant curator who is out to prove a set of ancient vases belongs with the Pueblo Nation. She journeys to Zion to find what she needs to make her case, and along the way meets Adam, played by Gridley, a native Puebloan park ranger who helps her on her mission. So she's an art curator. She isn't a photographer. So that's something new that's interesting. And it seems that we are getting some indigenous um, indigenous love here with the Pueblo Nation, uh, which is really cool. And it's funny because I believe there was um, some indigenous history with her Marry Me in Yosemite or at Yos- Marry Me at Yosemite movie. Um, they talked about the indigenous people's influence with that that landmark, which is that park, which is really cool. But, uh, yeah, no, um, not looking forward to this, but of course, um, Hallmark has given it to us. So can you just hear the excitement in my voice? Um, y'all, this is okay. I'm going to give you my thoughts after I tell you all the movies. Uh, moseying on to Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, premiering the Sunday after this, the day after the Sunday after Tamara's movie. This is the working title for it. We have a new mystery, a Jane De Silva mystery, case of the broken song. And guess who's in this one? Stephen Hazar who's from Avalanche in a can. He played the leading man from Love and Glacier National. And Jody Sweeten. Who would have thunk it? Certainly not I. Here is the synopsis. Singer Jane DeSilva inherits the Family Foundation, which is a nonprofit detective agency that helps people who aren't able to help themselves. Jane's aunt, Sadie, played by Paris Jefferson, and Detective John Cameron, played by Hazar, act as her mentors as she takes on her first case surrounding a mother's untimely death years before. 
as Jane investigates a multi-level marketing company that took advantage of her client's fragile mom, she realizes that digging up the past can be dangerous. Oh, gosh. Okay, here's the next one. I need y'all's help. Pray my strength. We're going to talk about it after I finish the synopsis. The next one we we're getting, which is the following Sunday, May 21st, it is the Carrot Cake Murder, Hannah Swenson Mystery. This is also a working title starring Allison Sweeney, Cameron Matheson, and my auntie, my second mama, Barbara Niven. Here's the synopsis. The discovery of a skeleton amid the rubble of a building undergoing renovation reveals that one of Lake Eden's beloved citizens is not who he claimed to be. Much to the dismay of her fiancé, Detective Mike Kingston, Hannah begins to investigate the case on her own. As she tries to piece together the events that led to the murder and tries to learn the victim's true identity, Hannah even calls on her mother, Dolores, as she works to bring the killer to justice and uncover the truth. Y'all, this Hannah Swenson movie and Tamara's movie are the only ones I'm looking forward to. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. At this point, I find myself watching more Hallmark movies now. And excited to watch more Hallmark movies now than I am these these new movies that Hallmark has coming out. Now, don't get me wrong. April seems like a solid month. Like I said, we have Professional Bridesmaid, Wedding Cottage, A Pinch of Portugal. That, that could be a hit or a miss. We haven't seen any previews or a trailer for it yet. So that could be a hit or a miss. Hearts in the game. My heart is in that game. I have full confidence in that movie with Aaron Cahill and Marco. So I'm not worried about that. But this up and down, back and forth, the pendulum is swinging too much to either side. Like, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. Because I want the best so much for this network. And I want it to thrive. And it has so much like potential to be the thing and do the thing and it just seems like there's just a lot of wasted opportunities and I understand we're wanting to explore and experiment and push and be progressive and contemporary I feel like that 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 there's a place for that but it's just it's just a lot like the Jody Sweeten mystery just came out of nowhere for me and I I'm I I don't want from a mystery perspective cuz now I do consider myself a sleuther. I started rewatching a Picture Perfect Mysteries. Or I'm sorry, just Picture Perfect Mysteries. Um and I don't want them doing too many new Hallmark mysteries and not doing series behind them. Because if you look, with all of the kind of... Now we got, now I got to call them OG. With all of the 
other older Hallmark mystery series, they all at least had at least had three to them. Emma Fielding, Fixer Upper, Flower Shop, Picture Perfect. They had at least three. There are very few one-off Hallmark mystery movies. But at the rate that we're going, I'm afraid we're going to have a lot of one-off mystery movies. And that's what I don't want. Because that's not what Hallmark is about. Hallmark isn't about some flash in a pan, flash fiction, one-off type of thing. We are... When you introduce someone to us, and now I'm talking about like new actors or even in the sense a new mystery, it's like, okay, we're getting used to these characters because you are going to be using them more and we'll be seeing more of them, much like the new actors that they bring in their non-holiday movies. Because the Christmas movie is always the tester. And then if we like them in the Christmas movie, then they come into the non-holiday movie. But at the rate that we're going, I just throw all my papers up to the into the air, jump jump into my bed, put the covers over my head, and just pray for it all to go away. Y'all, I I just it's just hard for me right now as a Hallmark viewer. It is. So I am watching Hallmark movies now. Like I said, I am rewatching Picture Perfect Mysteries and I'm getting my entire life and I forget how beautiful that mystery series is and I hope that with Carlos and Alexa with them having signed a contract with Hallmark that they revive that mystery series because I think it was one of the cutest ones the opening credit scene okay the best in the game the best out of all of the mystery series I said it period exclamation point even no comma no semicolon. Uh-uh. Semicolons don't live around here. Commas don't live around here. Okay? Okay. So, those are my thoughts about the May movies. Um, and it just gets harder and harder. The more the movies aren't good, it makes it harder and harder for me to do these reviews. Because there's no will in me to recap something that I don't like because <laughs> I don't want to relive it you know what I mean but so that's why kind of you hear the the lack of happiness in my voice it's because I'm exhausted y'all like as a Hallmark viewer I'm exhausted so y'all let me know how are you feeling I mean, the first quarter is done. We're in the second quarter of the year. This year is flying by. I remember I, first of all, I love that when I do Instagram lives, we're starting to call them town halls and board meetings. I love it. But I kind of expressed a little bit of my frustration through my Instagram live. And there were quite a few people who agreed with me. Some people, um, said and I know others echoed their sentiment with how Hallmark put so much effort behind their Christmas movies and you can feel it you can see it you can hear it but then when it comes to the non-holiday movies it's like whatever 
And so that person said, I need them to put the same effort they put behind their Christmas movies towards their non-holiday movies. And I completely agree. 100% agree. I think if they do that, do less less non-holiday movies, but keep the same energy as the Christmas movies, I think we'll have a beautiful relationship. We don't have to do movies every Saturday. Kind of do it like how they do, um, kind of like this four this four movie premiere with in May. We have two movies on channel, two movies on Hallmark movies and mysteries. And instead of doing the Saturday and Sunday movies like back to back, have one week where it's the Saturday movie, another week where it's the Sunday movie, and have them kind of be toggled or whatever that word is, come after each other like that. These are just now I'm just spitballing because again, I want what's best for Hallmark, but I don't know if Hallmark knows who it is anymore. I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Let me know what you're thinking. There's a link in the show notes where you can leave me a voice message. Now, mind you, it's only 60 seconds long. So you, you can do what some people have done, and they have left me multiple voice messages. By, by all means, leave me multiple voice messages if you have to. And let me know how you're feeling. Some people have also DM'd me. Uh, you can also leave me a comment under the Instagram post for this podcast episode. You could leave me a YouTube comment. I know we chat on there as well. You can also leave me a Facebook comment under the post for this podcast episode. Do what you got to do, but let me know what you're thinking. How are you feeling about Hallmark after this first quarter? Do we share the same sentiment? Have you liked the movies more than I have? Are you like, Dara, I don't I don't know. I mean, I loved all the movies. I don't really understand where you're coming from. And I also will say I did like The Way Home. But again, I don't think that was a Hallmark appropriate show. That's just my opinion. I won't even go into that because we talked about that on Instagram Live. But let me know your thoughts. And be sure to check out Dear Hallmark, all those places I listed, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, that's where you can check out more of Dear Hallmark. And you guys, I will talk to you in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.